Hey guys, welcome back to Indian Chain. This is your host Neeraj and in today's episode, I will be narrating to you stories about this Vadeshi movement which lasted from the year 1903 to 1908. The Swadeshi movement has been one of the first stepping stones and has played a monumental role in establishing the Indian independence movement. So, listen in. The Swadeshi movement took major traction at the beginning of the 1900s. All strata of the society, the women, students and a large section of urban and rural population involved in politics for the first time. This movement was not confined to politics alone. There was breakthrough progress in Indian art, literature, music, science and industries. The Indian society as a whole was experimenting in every direction. The genesis of the Swadeshi movement was in the agenda to oppose the British decision to partition Bengal. This move by the British was a political one because Bengal's population of 78 million people amounting to about a quarter of the population of the British India was a challenging threat. Bengal was perceived as the nerve centre for Indian nationalism and the attempt to partition it was to dethrone Calcutta from its position as the centre from which the Congress party manipulated throughout Bengal and indeed the whole of India. The partition of the state intended to curb Bengali influence by not only placing Bengalis under two different administrations but by reducing them to a minority status in their own state. The new Bengal was to have 17 million Bengalis and 37 million Oriya and Hindi speaking people. The partition was to foster division on the basis of religion as well. The Viceroy Curzon's speech at Dhaka betrayed his attempt to woo the Muslims to support the partition. With partition, he argued, Dhaka would become the capital of the new Muslim majority province. The Muslims would thus get a better deal and the eastern districts would be freed of the pernicious influence of Calcutta. The Indian nationalists clearly saw the design behind the partition and condemned it unanimously. The anti-partition and Swadeshi movement had begun. The partition proposals became public in December of 1903 and was followed by spontaneous and immediate protests. About 500 protest meetings were held in the first two months of the announcement, especially in Dhaka, Mimensing and Chittagong. Nearly 50,000 pamphlets were distributed all across Bengal, giving a detailed critique of the partition proposals. Surendranath Banerjee, Krishna Kumar Mitra, Prithvish Chandra Ray and others launched powerful press campaigns against the partition proposals through journals and newspapers like the Bengali, Hitabadi and Sanjeevani. Even the big zamindars who were loyal to the Raj joined forces with the Congress leaders. This was the phase 1903 to mid of 1905 when 
moderate techniques of petitions, memoranda, speeches, public meetings and press campaigns held full sway. The government of India, however, remained unmoved. Despite the widespread protest, the decision to partition Bengal was announced on 19th of July 1905. The nationalists realized that their moderate techniques weren't working and the need for a different kind of strategy was required. Within days of announcement, there were numerous spontaneous meetings organized and a decision was taken to boycott foreign goods. The formal proclamation of the Swadeshi movement was made on 7th of August 1905 in a meeting held at the Calcutta Town Hall. At this meeting, the famous boycott resolution was passed. Even the moderate leaders toured all over the country to urge the boycott of Manchester cloth and Liverpool salt. Soon after, the government announced that the partition would be effected on 16th of October 1905. The day partition took effect was declared a day of mourning throughout Bengal. In Calcutta, a hartal was declared and people took to the streets and walked barefoot, bathed in the Ganga and paraded singing Bande Matram which later became the theme song of the movement. Later in the day, Ananda Mohan Bose and Surendranath Banerjee addressed two mass meetings that drew crowds of 50,000 to 75,000 people. The message of Swadeshi and the boycott of foreign goods soon spread to the rest of the country. Lokmanya Tilak took the movement to different parts of India, especially Mumbai, that is Bombay, Baghdad, and Pune. Ajit Singh and Lala Lajpatrai spread it in Punjab and northern India. Syed Haider Raza led it in Delhi. Rawalpindi, Jammu, Multan, and Hardwar witnessed active participation, and Chidambaram Pillai took the movement to the Madras Presidency. The Indian National Congress took up the Swadeshi call at the Banaras session of 1905, presided over by G.K. Gokhale. The militant nationalists led by Tilak, Bipin Chandrapal, Lala Lajpatrai and Aurobindo Ghosh were however in favour of extending the movement to the rest of the country and carrying it beyond the programme of just Swadeshi which included boycott to a full-fledged political mass struggle. The aim was now Swaraj and the abrogation of pa partition had become the pettiest and narrowest of all political objects. Nauroji, in his presidential address of the Indian National Congress declared that the goal now was self-government or Swaraj. However, the differences between the moderates and the extremists, especially regarding the pace of the movement and the techniques of struggles to be adopted, came to a head in the 1907 Surat session of the Congress, where the party split with serious consequences for the Swadeshi movement. In Bengal, however, extremist measures became popular than the moderate ones. New forms of techniques of struggle now began to emerge. Political independence 
was to be achieved by converting the movement into a mass movement through the extension of boycott into a full-scale movement of non-cooperation and passive resistance. The boycotts included foreign products, government schools, colleges, courts, services and titles. The aim was to make the administration under present conditions impossible by an organized refusal to do anything that would aid British officialdom or the British commerce. The boycott of foreign goods became more popular and practically successful. Burning of foreign clothes, rejection of foreign sugar, salt, utensils and bangles had a hard impact on the British commerce. Mass movements and meetings became popular measure of expression against the Raj. Corps of volunteers, that is Samitis as they were known back then, were another major mass mobilization widely used. The Swadesh Bandhab Samiti set up by Ashwini Kumar Dutt, a school teacher in Barisal, was the we most well-known volunteer organization of them all. The Swadeshi period also saw the creative use of traditional festivals and melas as a means of reaching out to the masses. The Ganpati and Sivaji festivals, popularized by Tilak, became a medium for spreading propaganda not only in West India but also in Bengal. Another important aspect of the Swadeshi movement was that of the Atma Shakti or self-reliance as a necessary part of struggle against the government. One of the major planks of the program of self-reliance was Swadeshi in national education. Taking a cue from Tagore's Shantini Ketan, the Bengal National College was founded with Aurobindo as the principal. Scores of national schools sprang across the country within a short period. This period also saw a mushrooming of indigenous textile mills, soap and match factories. It was perhaps in the cultural sphere that the Swadeshi movement was most marked. The songs composed by Tagore, Rajni Kanta Sen, Dujendra Lal Re, Mukund Das, Syed Abu Muhammad and others later became the moving spirit for nationalists of all hues. Tagore's Amar Sonar Bangla was to later inspire the liberation of Bangladesh and was adopted as the national anthem in 1971. In sum, the Swadeshi movement was able to draw for the first time large sections of society into active political participation in modern nationalist politics. The main drawback of the Swadeshi movement was that it was not able to garner the support of the mass of Muslims and especially Muslim peasantry. The British policy of consciously attempting to use communalism to turn the Muslims against the Swadeshi movement was to a large extent responsible for this. It was during this period that the All India Muslim League was set up with the active guidance and support of the government. Mullahs and Malvis were pressed into service and unsurprisingly, at the height of the Swadeshi movement, communal riots broke out in Bengal. By mid-1908, the open movement 
with its popular mass character had all but spent itself this was due to several reasons first the government came down on the movement with a heavy hand repressions took the form of controls and bans on public meetings processions and the press student participation were expelled people were debarred from government services and at times beaten up by the police second the internal unrest and squabbles and the split in the 1907 of the indian national congress the apex all india organization weakened the movement between 1907 and 1908 nine major leaders in bengal including ashwini kumar tat and krishna kumar mitra were deported tilak was given a sentence of 6 years in imprisonment ajit singh and lala lajpat rai of punjab were deported and chidambaram pillai and hari sarvottam rao from madras and andhra presidency were arrested bipin chandrapal and aurobindo ghosh retired from active politics almost with one stroke the entire movement was rendered leaderless third the swadeshi movement lacked an effective organization and party structure lastly the movement declined partially because of the very logic of mass movements as they cannot be sustained endlessly at the same pitch of self sacrifice with the subsiding of mass movements one era of the indian freedom struggle was over it would be wrong to say that the swadeshi movement was a failure because it played a vital role in cementing and unifying the fact of national patriotism and independence the swadeshi movement was only the first round in the national popular struggle against colonialism it was to borrow the imagery used by antonio gramsci an important battle in the long drawn out and complex war of position for indian independence i hope you enjoyed listening to the content of this episode i am happy to share with you that india unchained is now available on eight different listening platforms which includes spotify anchor google podcasts apple podcasts and others do help us in reaching out to a larger audience by sharing the link of this podcast in your network we request you to provide feedback on the quality of the episodes that we have published the link to the feedback is in the description we hope to catch up with you all in the next episode until then take care be safe goodbye